the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And how many Waffle House waffles can one consume in one sitting? And Lundy, this is a social media sensation. I don't know if you saw this story, but Lee Sanderlin... Uh, who is a political writer for a site that uh, I don't really know anything about. But anyway, he finished dead last in his fantasy football league last year. And as punishment, he had to go to a local Waffle House in Brandon, Mississippi. And he had to spend 24 hours in said Waffle House. And for every waffle that he consumed, it shaved an hour off the clock. So he arrived at 4.07 Central Time. And he did a play-by-play of how many waffles he was able to eat, uh, how many purgings uh, he had to endure to suffer through it so he could get himself out of Waffle House jail. So ultimately, you want to wager a guess. I don't know if you saw the final result. How many waffles did he eat, and for how long was he in said Waffle House as a result of it? All right, so uh, I'm no math major, but let me see if I can figure this out. I, I did see the story, but I will tell you I did not see the result. So I this is truly me guessing. Um, so it was he lost an hour for each waffle, right? Yep, over a 24-hour period. Okay, I'm gonna say that he made it through. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with just over halfway. So I'm gonna say that he did 14 waffles and and wound up with 10 hours. <laughs> All right, so he posted uh, this tweet earlier today with a picture of the final waffle that he ate, a thumbs up of him escaping this Waffle House again in Backwoods, Mississippi. He goes, the sun is rising. It's a new day, and I'm never eating waffles again. (laughs) Nine waffles and 15 hours in this restaurant. Shout out to the staff for letting me hang out on a slow night. I tip them handsomely. Don't worry. This was horrible, and I recommend no one ever to do this. So I also recommend you not finishing dead last in your fantasy league and enduring that kind of punishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's obviously the the biggest lesson of all of this. But uh, good on him for paying off the bet. Like, I don't know, Brad. I, I don't know about you. I, I've been around or or with various fantasy leagues before where there is some sort of side bet. There is some sort of uh, you know payoff, winner, loser, whatever that maybe happens during the drunken moments of the draft, uh, but never actually gets paid off. So good on him for for sticking up for his end of the bargain. No doubt about it. He powered through, and again, this should give him ample motivation to make the correct selections in his fantasy league this season. Uh, maybe not go with like Gardner Minshew in round one and score that free case of Bud Light, which was offered last year, if you recall. So uh, congratulations, Lee Sanderlin. Nine waffles. Uh, I think my the arteries would tighten up, and I'd be deceased after nine <laughs> waffles at the waffles. A lot of coffee to get through the system very quickly uh, to uh, you know escape that, to reduce the amount of substances in your stomach uh, so you can get out of that purgatory that he was trapped in. So amazing stuff there. And look, uh, if you want to get in on any wager imaginable, I don't think they have it over under on waffles consumed at DraftKings Sports for this kind of stuff. But then again, maybe they'll offer it at some point. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook app. I love using DK Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DK Sportsbook as well, and I know you 
will too. So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention. Bet one buckaroo, and if that team gets the W, you win $100 in site credits. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 to $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Residents only. New customers only. Wager paid out inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. On this Freaky Friday edition of the pod, let's get to it with another Fade 5. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's slam those damn books into the boards. Let's make Wayne's head bleed for you fans <laughs> of the old Sega Genesis version of uh, NHL. I believe that was the NHLPA 95, one of my favorite games back in the day. NHL 94, a little bit better. But anyway, Lundy, let's make some cash on this Friday night. Let's start the weekend off on the right foot. What do you got for me with the puck? Well, let's start off here on the ice. We're looking at, of course, uh, Vegas taking on Montreal. Montreal with that surprise win in Game 2 when they were heavy underdogs, but they pulled off the 3-2 victory in uh, uh, in Vegas. So this was obviously uh, a series that I was not expecting to be 1-1 by the time it went back to Montreal. Vegas, clearly the better team uh, out of these two, but Montreal is playing on house money, if you'll pardon the Vegas pun, because uh, they're not even supposed <laughs> to be here. Uh, okay, they are they are definitely not supposed to be here, so they're just having fun at this point. Um, gonna focus in on the total uh, for the game tonight. By the way, I'm actually kind of surprised this opened at an over under of five and a half goals, and the reason I say I'm surprised by that is because this series they've been leaning towards an over under of five. Um, because of the fact that these uh, goaltenders have both been playing really, really well at this point. So they've been trying to tighten this up, and it's been at five. Instead, it's sitting at five and a half. This could change by puck drop. Um, So if you're listening to the pod early today, right now, under five and a half goals is sitting at a minus 141, and that's where I'm leaning. I'm staying away from whether or not Montreal is going to keep rolling the dice on the house money and winning. Um, So I'm going to look at the total for this one, and I think this does wind up being a low-scoring affair yet again. Also, in their last five road games here of the playoffs, Vegas has been under in four out of those five. And obviously, Vegas is the strong offensive weapon of these two teams. So if Vegas is leaning on the under when they're on the road, that's definitely where I'm going with my bet. So it's some juice I got to give up, but give me under five and a half total goals in tonight's game. Live in the land down under, I believe my Norfolk Terrier, Kirby the Gambler, heard in the background. Oh, he agrees. Number four. All right, let's move on to the NBA. And uh, if you have heard this pod of late, the pick that has been featured in this exact slot in the show, it's gone 0 for 7. We've lost seven consecutive. <laughs> so so we basically, got you're describing to me as though it were a batting order and the the second hitter in the lineup not doing so well right no, now. In, in a deep slump funk and we need a slump buster big time here and I, i'm hoping that this will be the case because it has cashed often in the postseason that's paul george to register a double double for this shockingly good 
L.A. Clippers team without Kawhi Leonard. At least they were. They you know spun the upset in a massive one against the Utah Jazz in the last game in the series. It's minus 139 for him to get a double-double, but I know it's juiced up. And again, I've been ice cold here in this slot in the show, but I'm confident that George is finally going to break us out of this ice, melt it, and hopefully reduce uh, the deficit that I'm currently in. But you look at what George did in the last game in Game 5, 37-16. and 16. Uh, He had an elephant on his shoulders bearing that weight with ease, my man. And I think it's uh, definitely going to be the case yet again in Game 6. He has uh, registered a double-double in six of his last eight games. He's jacked over 20 field goal attempts per game uh, in this series, uh, netting as well uh, over three made triples per game, 8.63 points. Uh, three-pointers attempted per contest and shooting over 40% from downtown. If you look at Utah as well, uncharacteristically unhinged, loose defensively, giving up 1.271 points per possession. That's the highest of any team still alive over that three-game stretch in the NBA postseason. So by George Lundy, Paul's going to break me out of this dry spell. He gets a double-double. Do you disagree? Fade or follow. I think you've pretty much jinxed him to like roll his ankle in the first quarter at this point. Uh, he's gonna have he's gonna have Montezuma's revenge, and he is gonna be on the can by the end of the first quarter. It's gonna be all she wrote. Exactly, something bad's about to happen to him. I, I can just tell based on your pick. No, I'm gonna follow you on this one because eventually things change. Just for example, eventually Arizona is in fact going to win a road baseball game. I'm uh, not it, so sure about that. It might take it might take two months, uh, but it's eventually <laughs> going to happen. Uh, look, you look at Paul George. He's done it seven times in the playoffs already in terms of a double double. So if you're looking for some low hanging fruit, I think this is a good one. I think we finally get this batter in the second hole. Uh, to swing, make contact, and reach base safely. So I will follow you, my friend. Let's see George grab that double-double. Oh, fingers and toes very much crossed. Come on, Paul George, let's score a winner. Number three. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. And this may be a shock to some people, but I'm going to take the under on Carlos Rodon. Six and a half strikeouts at plus 105 against the Houston Astros. And why could it be a shock to a lot of people listening to the pod? Well, Rodon has been over this in 10 of 11 starts this season, Lundy, uh, with a 13.10 K per nine. He's very much entrenched in the AL Cy Young conversation. But here's the deal. Uh, The Houston Astros don't strike out. That's the problem. They have the lowest strikeout percentage over the last 30 days of any team in Major League Baseball and by a wide margin, punching out just 18.4% of the time. Not only that, but the throws at home are hitting 286 as a team with an 807 uh, OPS against Southpaws. So they're a team that has certainly gotten it done. They're in their friendly confines and against left-handed pitching. So Carlos Rodon Give me the under on six and a half strikeouts. It's been rather infrequent this season. Fade or follow. I like this. You're zigging when everybody else zags, which probably means I should stay far, far away from this uh, because Brad's out there doing 15 K game incoming. It's about to yeah, happen. Probably. Guaranteed. All of a sudden, Houston just is going to forget how to swing the bat. Uh, that's probably what we're doing. I mean, we, we've kind of got a theme going here of you dooming people uh, with your picks uh, so far today. But I'll tell you what, I, I like the logic behind what you're doing. 
Uh, so I'll follow you, but I'll tell you what, I'm not exactly breaking out my uh, phone right now, jumping onto DK Sportsbook and placing a bet on this one, if you know what I mean. Like, this is just for, for entertainment purposes, I will follow you, just because at some point in time, Pratt's got to get it going. Ah, uh, for shits and giggles, bet the under. Stick around for my top plays in Major League Baseball and the NBA. Number two. All right, let's go back to the diamond. Uh, let's go to sizzling Denver, Colorado, where temperatures were breaking thermometers earlier this week. And the Colorado Rockies typically pile up a ton of runs at home there in the thin air of Coors Field. But I am fading the Rockies tonight. Give me the under four and a half runs at a minus 130 juice against the visiting Milwaukee Brewers. Now, this may seem counterintuitive because Colorado is an 812 OPS at home. And they're also batting a robust 280. Uh, they're at Coors Field, averaging 5.84 runs per game, and they've only been under this four and a half runs total once in the last four games in this homestand against the Padres and also against this Brewers club. But Corbin Burns, yeah, pinkies out. Uh, sounds like a tycoon from the Gilded Age, a uh, man that knows his steel and is going to be dealing on the mound as well. Burns this year, Lundy on the road. An incredible 1.00 ERA. He's only uh, given up three earned runs or more in two of 11 starts this season. And the Milwaukee Penn, eh, yeah, middle of the pack at 4.18. That's the area of concern for me. But I think Corbin Burns, yes, good sir, uh, will be on the bump for at least seven innings in this game, missing a lot of bats. Uh, piling up the punch outs like he normally does and suppressing the run total for the home team. So, again, give me the under. Colorado Rockies, four and a half runs, minus 130 against Corbin Burns and the Milwaukee Brewers. Fade or follow. Ooh, this is a tough one for me because, obviously, the Rockies have just been riding at least a little bit of a streak here. Uh, Brad, they've won four in a row. Can I give you a crazy stat? Yeah, please do. They have not won five games in a row since June of 2019. Holy mackerel. Yeah, we got to go two years back for them to have a five-game winning streak. And uh, so we're talking about we think they're going to do something tonight they haven't done in five year, or in, in two years, five games in a row. Are you kidding me? No, the, the, the Rockies will find a way to screw this up. Antonio Senzatello will be on the bump for him, probably give up like five home runs in the first two innings uh, because that's exactly what this Rockies team really is. Do not be fooled by the four-game winning streak. They stink. Uh, so let's go with Corbin Burns. Let's go with him to keep that run total suppressed despite the heat and despite the altitude. I will follow on this one as the Brewers take care of business. Feel the Corbin Burns. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, my top play in the NBA. Uh, Trey Young, who has been getting it done for this Atlanta Hawks team, pivotal matchup against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, he is there at home in the ATL, and I'm going to take the over on 27.5 points, uh, which is paid consistently here in the postseason at minus 120 in this series. Trey Young has gone 35 points, 21 points, 28 points, 25 points, and 39 points. Overall, he's uh, chucking it up at uh, 21 times per game for the floor, 8.2 three-point attempts per game as well. He's not 
netting a lot of those threes, only shooting 32.3% from along the arc, but he is shooting 42.5% from the floor overall, and more importantly, he draws a ton of contact off the bounce, and when he gets a line, he's nearly automatic, uh, shooting over 90% from the charity stripe, netting 9.4 free throws made per game. Now, the 76ers giving up just 1.078 points per possession. That is the fourth lowest total over the last three games among teams still in the hunt for the NBA trophy, but I think Young's going to hit the 30-point mark in a possible elimination game uh, as the Atlanta Hawks could march on. So fade or follow Trey Young over 27.5 points against the Sixers. Yeah, I will follow on this one as well, and part of it is because of what you just brought up. There are a handful of guys in the NBA that are just automatic from the free throw line, and he's one of them. 17 of 19 in the last game. That is, I mean, he's sitting at 89.5% in that game. He shot 88.6% over the course of the season. I mean, this guy just makes free throws. And obviously, uh, when you can go to the line 19 times and you're that automatic, um, I mean, we're talking about 27.5 points, and he may get more than half of those from the line if he keeps pushing the issue like he did uh, back in Game 5. So, uh, yeah, I, I really like this one uh, from an over standpoint because, again, if he keeps going to the stripe, which I think he will, I mean, the fewest points he's had at the free throw line in this series is six. That's the fewest he's had from the line. So to me, he keeps pushing it, um, get hacked, get yourself to the line, get those automatic points. It's like watching Se- uh, Steph Curry go to the line. It's just, you know, go. just why bother? Just give him the two points and let's move on. Uh, that's what we should be doing. Save ourselves the time of just staring at these guys at the free throw line. But yeah, uh, if he does it from the line, uh, we know he can do it from the field, um, you know, shooting well over 42% from the field in this series. So yeah, I like this one a lot. Ka-ka! Bet on the Atlanta Hawk, Trey Young. All right, bonus time, Lundy, before we head out on this summer and uh, entertaining, you know, fun-filled weekend. What do you got for me? And bonus time, what, the NHL, maybe the NBA, maybe Major League Baseball, what you got? Uh, I'll tell you what, we've had some luck this week doing these cross-sport parlays, these player these player props. We've had some luck this week. If you were listening, as as I mentioned before, Brad's been nice enough to let me fill in on the SiriusXM radio show this week uh, with Brandon Funston while Brad gets his family relocated to Illinois. And so uh, we've been having some fun with it on the show as well as here on the pod. Um, And they've been hitting, not all of them. Uh, but we've been ha- we've been better than uh, we've been better than advertised, shall we say, <laughs> when it comes to these. Um, so here's one for you, Tyler Toffoli. Um, I've got him to get a point in the game tonight uh, between uh, Vegas and Montreal. Um, he's got 12 points in the 13 games they've played so far here in the postseason. Five goals, seven assists. So let's take him for a point and let's put that with Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah. Over two and a half made threes. Uh, both of those are actually juiced way up. But when I put them together in a parlay, Brad, I get a plus 171. Ooh, daddy like, daddy want, daddy need, and daddy's going to follow you on half of that. Uh, because my bonus time action, let's go to the NBA, and let's look with Bogdan Bogdanovich and a triple play payday here. Uh, give me him on that three-point prop over two and a half. I'm going to pair that with another over on two and a half made triples for my boy Reggie Jackson who has hit the overall two-and-a-half-made triples in 10 of his last 11 games, shooting 46.2% from downtown. Remember, no Kawhi. So if Bogdanovich hits three or more triples, and Reggie Jackson does the same, plus 164. Oh, oh, we're not done yet. Additional bonus time in Major League Baseball. Uh, at tape time, the Cubs run line, has that come out yet? Because they haven't even announced who the starters are going to be. 
It doesn't matter. Just take the Cubs' run line against the Miami Marlins. The Cubs are back at Wrigley Field, licking their wounds after only winning one game in a four-game stand on the road against the New York Mets. Uh, the Cubs this season 24-10 and at Wrigley, averaging 5.1 runs per game with a 761 OPS. I think they win by two or more runs. And on the late-night tip, just when that tequila buzz is hitting or maybe the gummy effects are kicking in, Yusei Kukuchi. Of the Seattle Mariners, over five and a half strikeouts against Tampa Bay at minus 113. Tampa has the second highest K rate over the last 30 days of any team Major League Baseball at 27.1%. And Kikuchi, Uchi Kikuchi, over all the five and a half strikeouts, eight of his last 12 games started. And there you go. That is a wrap on this Friday edition of the Fade That Always podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Wavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, Fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.